The autumn wind is a pirate. It's time for some Raider football. I love it. <laughs> Welcome to the Raider Nation podcast. And I am your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to this show. This would be show number 309. Well, Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have the next steps. What do we got to do to get to the next level? And I mean <laughs> the defense, the offense, where we go from here, because this week is significant. We're going to talk about this. With this new CBA agreement, we have a different cap. This is one finite little thing in this huge document. looks like a phone book. But this thing is really going to put some teams, well, like our team, in some hot water. We're going to talk about that, too. And we're going to hit the bone line and all that. But we got some biz to take care of, and here's a little bit of it. Uh, Dr. Death. Mr. Skip Thomas passes away at age 61. You know, he was part of the Soul Patrol, the guy not too much talked about, just like Jack Tatum. He was there with... George Atkinson, the hitman. The Soul Patrol was the deal. Willie Brown. His career, 1972-1977, they called him Dr. Death for a good reason. Because, you know, he put down the hit. Just like all those guys. What a great history. He was part of one of the best teams in football. It's weird because uh, almost exactly a year ago, July 27th, Jack Tatum died. That's kind of freaky, but... You know, my condolences, condolences to the family. He was truly a great raider. So during this NFL lockout, the owners and the players and all that, we've talked about it. We've been beat to death with it. I'm sick and freaking tired of hearing about it. But during the vote, 31 teams voted yes. Al Davis voted abstained. Him and A.B. Tracks delivered a message to the NFL that they've been bitching about the same crap for a long time. And it didn't get resolved in this contract either. I believe the old man still has it. I believe his ideas were crisp, they were real, and he was shunned by the rest of the geek-ass owners in the NFL, none of which have put much time in this league in their possible lives. 
Mr. Davis, I'm sure, had some great reasons to abstain. I'm sure that it had something to do with the revenue-sharing agreement because our cap room went, you know, from unlimited to $120 million less than it was in 06, I believe. No, 09. Nonetheless, we got less money to work with and higher salaries to deal with. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't look like all that kind of a sweetheart deal to me. Not for the teams. Not for teams like ours that need help. Hell, man, we got to sell some goddamn tickets out there. Get your ass in a freaking seat if you know what I'm talking about. Because the Raiders are going places if they do the right freaking things. I'm going to take that to the next story. What is the next step for the Oakland Raiders? We got to get to busy, busy, busy ass work. And I'm telling you right now, because we got to get to Zach Miller right now because he's an unrestricted free agent. We got to throw a bunch of money at him because he's worth every penny. The guy is the tight end for the Oakland Raiders. He cannot screw around with this. Miller would be gone in a second. We have no time to mess around. This is not the time for Al to take a month and a half to figure out whether he wants to keep somebody. Bush is a priority. Marcel Reese, don't forget that guy, because we always all saw that guy make some outstanding clutch plays. Gotta have him out there, man, because he's a dangerous weapon. And so far last year, they couldn't account for the guy. We gotta get rid of some other guys, man. We gotta get rid of some people, restructure some contracts. Cameron Wimbley. You know, we got to restructure his contract. There's a lot of things I hope and pray are going like gangbusters right now for the Oakland Raiders because this stuff has to be. Right now, we're at $128 million of the cap. That's $120. You know what? <laughs> Forget the story I was going to do. I'm going to throw it all in together. We have to have cap room. That means restructuring a lot of freaking contracts. You know, we just got Steve Wesniewski, who's going to be a center. Barksdale, of course. We got to keep Satelli, John Condo. The list goes on and on because, right a nation, this team almost made it last season. We need to improve it, but stay with the core elements that were really successful. Listen, man, we got to make it happen. Veldeer will be out there. He was an outrageous diamond in the rough that helped us a lot. With these new players we have, our offensive line should be able to protect our quarterback, Jason Campbell. Incidentally, does anybody else think we should have better backups? I mean, give me a freaking break. Charlie Fry and what? Kyle, I can't throw anything but an interception. Bowler, give me a freaking break. Our quarterback is inches away from injury, and we're going to let the season ride on Kyle Bowler? Give me a freaking break. I can't fucking stand it. Pardon my language, but it's flipping me out. We need to make a move in this free agent frenzy to get this shit handled at quarterback. We need a backup. 
We need a good backup. We need a solid backup. Gradkowski was a good backup, but he's gone. So I don't know what, you know, whether it's a kind of some kind of confidence thing that they want to let Jason Campbell know that he's got the job. He's got the damn job. In case he gets hurt, we need someone who else who can do the freaking job. And that's not Fry. I mean, it's Fry more than Bowler, but Bowler's ahead of him. And it's just, it's a nightmare for me. I don't see it. We cannot just count our whole season on the possibility that Kyle Bowler is going to come in and save the freaking day. Ain't going to fucking happen, Raider Nation. Now, <laughs> I don't know about Langston Walker. Mario Henderson was okay. He kind of came back. Khalif Barnes, great. There's a lot of guys that we can pick up. We have a 90-person roster that we can work with now. But what we need to do is try to re-sign Nabi Asamoah. I know. It is a just dead horse. People beat the shit out of it. All this is a horse carpet at this point. But, man, I know. It's going to be crazy money. I know we have a cap problem, but we can do exactly what the Colts did and pay Namdi a huge signing bonus and then spread his payments out for who knows how long. He came a Raider. Al Davis is trying to find him for the last 10 fucking drafts. We've been drafting defensive backs up the ass. You guys know it as well as I do. And let me tell you, man, we got the guy, and now we're going to give him away? We don't even get a trade for him. Now, I, I'm sorry, but I'm on a rant right now, as you all know, but that's some bullshit. There's no way we give up the best corner in the game for nothing. Who made those fucked up decisions? That was a bad move, whoever did it. And I don't give a shit whose fault it was. Somebody's ass should be on the line for that stupid move. We can keep him. I just hope Al spends the money too because let me tell you, man, <laughs> route ain't worth 20 million fucking dollars. Pardon my French. But when they give route a $20 million guaranteed contract, that just blew me away. I I couldn't even... I don't want to talk about it. I can't talk about it anymore. I'm not going to talk about it. Forget it. <laughs> now, are we going to keep Huff Daddy? Well, you know, we got a all-pro Hall of Fame defensive back coach in Woodson. You have got to give Woodson a season with Huff. I know, I know he's been burned, but he's improved and he's hitting harder and he's making a lot more plays. I think with the right coaching, perhaps Huff can you know, pull it out. Listen, Raider Nation, the offense needs wide receivers. We need a lot of stuff, but we've we've done some things in the draft to address those things. But there's people we can't lose. Michael Bush is definitely one of them. Marcel Reese is another guy you have got to sign. You got to. Zach Miller. I know I'm a broken record, but for crying out freaking loud. I... <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm hoping John Henderson comes back. There's a lot of possibilities. The Namdi deal would be a great, great crown on top of the Raider Nation to roll into the season. They'd sell tickets. I bet you'd sell tickets if the guy, if they signed him. 
because that's how much the Raider Nation loves this guy. Come on, man. We were close to the pinnacle of the game. We were right there at the playoffs. We kicked the ass of the Chiefs last season. They didn't have a chance against us. We demoralized the Broncos 59-14. We cheated the Chargers. We kicked their ass to twice. This team is on the pinnacle, and there's some moves that need to be made, but they have to be made very quickly because of this spazzed out, freaked out, no time free agent horseshit. The Raiders have till Friday to sign Namdi Asamoah. No long term deals with Al as far as long times and deciding who he wants to keep. Like in the past, man, we we sitting there waiting, freaking out, and he finally signs somebody, but it takes forever. They don't have that kind of freaking time. I'm flipped out about that right now because the Raiders classically just are so. When it comes to making these moves, I hope somebody's ready to get up their ass and get going because this Raider fan will be flipped out if we lose Bush. I'm going to be flipped out if we lose Namdi because I just think, I mean, come on, man. $20 million for Stanford route. $20 million? Yeah. Well, the things we have to do, I've said, and we have to continue to go. we got a great team with a coaching staff that's very similar to last season. There's no reason for us not to make the playoffs this year. I will be absolutely flipped the hell out if we don't. Unfreaking believable We will see whether our team will be successful by Friday. We will know What the hell's going on with our team by Friday? Because by then, everybody's going to be in place. We have a 90-man roster we can carry. You know, there's going to be a lot of names up there. But the names we want to see, we know those names. And we want to see them on the field. And I ain't jacking around. And I know you're not jacking around. Our first preseason game is August 11th. August 11th, we've got to be out there. We've got to be doing it. And Raider Nation, let me just encourage you, man. Get your ass in a seat. They're cheap for preseason. If you can't afford a regular season game, they're giving them away for preseason games. It's fun. Take the family. Take the kids. You can afford it because it's cheap. I'm telling you, get to a game. Check out the scene. I mean, if you haven't gone or you can't really afford to go a regular season, go to a preseason game. It's fun. It's, it's right there. I mean, You get the whole flavor of the Coliseum, the Raider Nation, uh, and it's a blast. I would encourage everyone to get their ass in a seat. So let me tell you, Raider Nation, I am happy to be back. The Raider Nation podcast will be rocking, and we will be rolling throughout the season. Uh, Our hiatus is off. We uh, have taken care of many issues in the offseason, as you know. And so now it's time to get back to work. Randy and I are ready to rock and roll, ready to do some videos, ready to put it out on YouTube and the Raider Nation video cast. But we're ready to get out there and check you out. You plan on being some games this season, man. We got some football in the goddamn house here. And it's time to get your ass into a seat at the Raiders' home, the Mecca, the place to be on Sunday morning, the Coliseum. Or now it's called the Big O. <laughs> There's going to be a million jokes on the O. They better start putting up some points, like 5-0 and 6-0 per game. That'd be wonderful. I'll take 3-0, actually. 
But anyway, that's it, man, for that. And uh, well, we're going to move into something you got to talk about because it's time for he- to hear the Red Nation. The nation's in the house. You guys are calling back. Football is on. It's finally fun again to check out the sites, check out the news. Damn, it was a long time. It was like a desert. <laughs> I know because I haven't been there either. There's nothing to talk about. Now there's everything to talk about. And you're talking. Bad of the bone. Bad of the bone. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Throw us a bone, people. You know you want to. Get it off your chest. Talk about it. Sing about it. You know, we got some characters here on the phone line. It's great. Let me remind you all to check out RedNationPodcast.com. Get on the form. Randy works hard to make it so. Got a great bunch of guys. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a freaking blast this season. I am pumped. We got some goddamn football in the house. Who is our first caller of the day? We have the tactician of Texas, Houston Raider Steve. What's up, my brother? Hey, Raider Randy, Raider Greg, uh, Raider Nation podcast. It was great hearing you today on July 4th, Al Davis's birthday. On a personal note, uh, Raider Greg, I really, uh, my deepest condolences uh, concerning the, the passing of your mother. Um, I know she was one heck of a lady and everything and classy in every sense of the word and, uh, you know, I, I just can't say enough good things about her and everything. Uh, judging by what I know about you and Charmaine and everybody. And uh, she definitely missed. I just wanted to pass that on to you. Your loss is our loss, so I completely understand. And we're there for you every step of the way. I'll tell you what, here in Houston everything, they keep beating the drum and everything. I'm killed 610 Radio, which is the uh, flagship for the Houston Texans. They keep saying how they're going to go out and get off awesome law and how they're, uh, you know, going to go out and, you know, pull the trigger and get the money together. And McNair, the owner, is going to get the money. He hasn't spent an effing cent on free agency hardly. He doesn't like to spend the money. He always tries to let's a screwed up team all the way around. So we got a worse drought since 1917 here in Houston. Last in the National League, 15 and a half games out, the Astros. The only bright spot is our minor league hockey team, Triple A team, basically. Lost in the finals. So, uh, you know, I've been dying for Raider news, anything I could hear about it. So your podcast is uh, my link, uh, you know, the bridge to you and all the other great Raider fans from here and around the world. Uh, we'll keep the torches lit and everything, and uh, thanks for keeping us abreast on what's going on. And uh can't say enough good things about the podcast, and I can't wait to get out there this year, out to Oaktown, out to Oakland, and see everybody, and uh, renew the friendships in person and everything. There's a great book about uh, Better to Rain in Hell. It's a great book about the Raider fans from uh, Ricky Sports Bar all the way around the world and how deep our love is for the, our team, the Silver and Black. We're the best. You know, we're, we're not only... Uh, friends on the radio and stuff we're also friends in person and uh we're one huge family and stuff and we really got each other's back so uh keep up the great work like you always do and go raiders thank you my brother very much man the raider nation came in big for my mom uh, at her services there were a lot of flowers from raider fans i just had to thank all you guys again for such a great thing i can't tell you it's a tough loss uh never gonna get over it the way it is you guys all know mommy man what can i say about that uh, nothing like your mom. So, yeah, well, we love doing it. The news is here. The season has started, Steve. We look forward to you coming out. I think it's week six. And uh, we're going to party down like the Ready Nation. You know how it is? It's how we roll, man. It's good to hear from you, Steve. Sorry about the drought, but 
Go Giants. <laughs> what can I say, brother? Next on the line, we have our good friend, Lou Dog. Brother, nice to hear your voice, man. And yeah, I know it's already happened, but I could hear the concern in your voice. Tell us how you felt. We were all in the same boat, brother. Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? This is Lou Dog from Riverside, California. Uh, just calling in, man. It's uh, July 17th. Saturday, um, football season's, uh, supposedly should have started already. Well, not the actual season, but OTAs and all that good stuff, uh, camp and all that good stuff should have been on their way as of now. Um, just calling to give my couple words of optimism on this new agreement that should be happening soon for me, for everybody, uh, sports fanatics or football fanatics. You know, I really want that deal to happen. You know, I don't, I, I don't, I can't see myself without Raider football this year. Even if it starts late, it wouldn't be the same. Even though it would be interesting to see what would happen, um, but I, it wouldn't be the same um, without the 16-game schedule. You're trying to be optimistic about it. There's always negatives about everything. Uh, how the players and owners and everybody's being greedy about money. But you know what? Um, these guys, these NFL players, uh, that's their living. Um, just like my job and anybody else's job out there. Uh, if you if you go to negotiations about your pay, you know you're gonna want to do the best to look out for yourself and your family. So I mean, I, I get where they, where they, where these guys are coming from, the players, but you know I also get where the the owners are coming from. You know they they have a they have to pay these players, and, you know, they, they have to distribute the money wisely. Back to football talk. Uh, first official preseason game will be on August 7th, which is about roughly about three weeks away, four weeks away. And I can't, I can't wait for that game to be shown on TV as far as the Raiders go. You know, I just I just hope that we can keep as many returning players as we can. You know, I know we have some free agents uh, that we're going to have to be dealing with once the agreement goes through. But, you know, I, I hope we keep our quality players and get rid of the ones that we don't need. Um, our number one priority is keeping Asamoah. You know, I'm not the one that listen to rumors and start jumping to conclusions, but... Um, we need to keep that guy awesome. He's he's a good defensive player, as well as Richard Seymour, uh, his veteran presence there. You know, we have a, a bunch of young players that we need we need to mold, and those are the two guys that I would want molding my my defensive players. On the offensive side, I there's probably a couple possible free agents there too, but. You know, we just need to keep develop, developing what we have now and moving forward and hopefully, you know, hit the the double digits in the win column. Um, I'm real optimistic about that. You know, we, we could have gotten it. We could have gotten double-digit wins last year if it wasn't for two games, three games, and two or three boneheaded plays. Uh, and a couple missed field goals. But you know what? That's another 
that's another podcast. That's another day. Football season is right around the corner, hopefully. So, uh, you know, expect for more phone calls. You hear more phone calls from me. Uh, once again, this is Lou Dog from Riverside, California, uh, formerly known as Southy, Sunny Southern California. Uh, now I'll put my uh, my residing town. Keep up the good work, uh, Raider Greg and Raider Randy. Well, until next time, uh, Raider Nation, hopefully the next time I call, it'll be after our first preseason game, and we'll see how that goes, and we will evaluate the talent. Well, like Raider Greg says, I'm out. I, too, think we should keep Namdi. We got to be able to do it somehow. Al's done it before. But, man, they gave Route $20 million, man. That's just brutal. He's not worth that. Give that money to Namdi plus a couple more. He'd be happy. I don't get it. Anyway, don't get me started. <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. I know you'll be calling back. Great job as usual, brother. Next, we have OC Radar on the line. Great caller. What's up, brother? Raider Nation, what is up, fellas? It's O.C. Raider back at you again. Uh, first, I want to say thanks a lot, Greg, for putting my stuttering ass on the podcast. Uh, I'm not going to ramble on as much. I think from what I'm hearing is, is we'll finally have an end to this bullshit lockout coming up uh, this week, maybe. I know it's like mid-July or something like that. So, um, A couple questions that I had for you, uh, Greg. I was wondering what you thought about the camp that they had going in Atlanta with uh, Campbell and with Seymour uh, running in. What you thought about that? And my other question was, uh, I don't think I don't think you guys have talked about this on the on the podcast too much, but who do you think would be a good fit to get that veteran wide receiver? I've been I've been hearing Steve Smith, I heard Plexico, I heard T.O., all these other guys. So I was just curious on uh, what you thought about it, man. So. That's it. Once again, yeah. thanks for the love. Raider Nation, always stay together. And I can't wait to see the boys get on the field and kick some ass. All right. Talk to you guys later, man. I'll see you later. Well, uh, those are very interesting takes, man. But uh, Atlanta camp, I think it was okay. I think it's a nice gesture. I think it showed... Uh, it was more of a, I think it was more of a media thing from the NFL Players Association, uh, really. But they don't, they did some things. They did throwing a ball around. Hey, any camaraderie is good camaraderie as long as you stay on the same page. It's a good thing. Any practice is good practice. It's nowhere near the intensity of a camp or an OTA, but it was good. It's good to see them out in the field. It was good to see their attitude. That is a big deal about the Atlanta camp. As far as free agent. Wide receivers, man. I don't know if we're going to have any money. I think they're going to try to go after Namdi. I hope they do. But we might not have enough money to get a Steve Smith or an Ocho Cinco or anybody else of that quality for that matter. I think Chaz, man, I just hope he's not injury prone this season. This is his only chance. I think this is it for him. So I'm hoping and praying every time the man gets on the field, he catches balls, man. The guy is a machine. He just can't stay healthy. We got to make sure he stays healthy. And then, man, Lewis Murphy, I mean, Ford, Higgins, we got a good core group of guys. We got some new guys coming in, too, that are rookies this year. I think 
You know, I don't know if they're going to pull a trigger on a wide receiver. I'd rather get a backup quarterback myself. So that's what I feel, man. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the questions, my brother. I will be talking to you soon, I'm sure, after August 11th, our first preseason game. Next, we have Raider Travelito on the line, my brother. And check out what he's saying. I love it. Great take, man. Take off. Hey, Raider Greg. It's um, Raider Travelito from Ivanhoe, California. I'm just talking about the owner CBA proposal. I'm really proud to be a Raiders fan today, more than ever before. Al Davis was the only owner not to vote because he felt it wasn't with the philosophical differences. But I respect that. It was He's the only owner. He cares about his players, didn't want to fuck them in the ass sideways. He's a good man. I respect him. People can talk all the shit they want about him. He gave a head coach an opportunity. Tom Flores, a Mexican from the Central Valley, you don't get that anywhere else. He's just a great man. He's standing up for a little guy, even though the little guy is making million dollars, millions of dollars a year. He's a great man, and I wish him the best. Raider Nation, let's look at this season going. Out. That's what I'm talking about. That's what the Raider Nation is all about. Al Davis has always been first black coach, first Hispanic coach, you know, he did not see color. The guy, you know what I'm saying? Um, and when he saw this deal and he didn't like it, he, he voiced his opinion. And I'm sure, like I said before, 20 years ago, he'd have been right up in there making some big changes. You know, poor man, man, he's, he's getting up there, and uh, he can't make those trips and, and fight that hard anymore. It's a bummer because he is a great man, just like you said, and that's all I got to say about that up next a very old and trusted friend the man from down under i mean six fathoms under <laughs> the surface radar hey ready greg ready nation um this is the surface radar it's been a hell of a long time since i was able to call um i've been away with work and uh, predictably enough we're about to turn around and go away again so um I don't know how much this season I'll get to see, hopefully most of it, uh, if we ever start playing again. Um, it looks like the CBA is finally going to be agreed in the next few days, I certainly hope so, and uh, normality can resume. Um, we've lost a lot of time, um, a lot of practice time, and then so is everybody else. So it uh, just depends how that comes together. On the plus side, I don't think there's been too much turmoil in the off-season with the team. Uh, I like the acquisitions that they've made through the draft. Um, particularly Wisniewski Jr. I think he's going to uh, go a long way and going to be great for us. Um, and the quarterback, Chekwa, I think he's going to be good as well. Um, he's certainly got the right guy, Rod Woodson, looking after him. So it will be interesting to see how that pans out. Um, the thing I want to go with here, uh, Hayward Bay going into this season. Um, the last couple of years, he's had the huge disadvantage of being measured against the best young rookies coming into the league um, that the guys have achieved, and he's not measured up to that. Um, Certainly hasn't lived up to the, the money and draft points that we spent on him. Uh, however, and I said this from the outset, it takes three years to grow a receiver. In his case, maybe slightly longer with the disruption we've had this time. And I think with the pressure of being measured not against the best receivers in the league, but against the guys who are likely to get a chop, um, it's going to have to work in, in years to come to actually hold a place. And I think that's going to take the pressure off him. And I think now he's no longer being measured against the best. Um, he can get on with developing his own game. 
and uh, let some of the natural abilities that he has come to the fore. What I'm hoping is that the teams this year are going to be looking at Jacoby Ford pretty hard. I hope that Shillings will get some playing time as well. And I think that will just take the pressure off Hayward Bay um, and let him make, make the progress that I think he's got the ability to do. So let's see how it goes. Anyway, McFadden, um, great breakout this year. Maybe Hayward Bay in years to come. Well, guys, um, lots to look forward to this year when we finally start playing again. Um, great that people have still been calling in. Uh, keep it up. I'll keep downloading and keep listening. And uh, I think this could be a golden year for us. Surface Radio, I'm out. Go Raiders! Well, Hayward Bay, third year. I mean, he's made progress. He's going to be able to be relaxed. He should be relaxed in his position and be able to make some plays. Let's hope he catches some balls. We need him this season. It's a season that we can't jack around. No wasted time, no wasted space, certainly no wasted players on the field. I do believe he should restructure his deal. That's for sure. And I know Al will pay him when he does better, but he should restructure that contract right now so that it'll help the cap. That's what I'm talking about, brother. It's great to hear your voice, man. I'm glad you're back and safe. And, uh, well, we look forward to your calls because they're always very, very cerebral. Good job, my brother. And a longtime contributor to the show, none other than The Nature Boy. What is up? This is The Nature Boy. Woo! Football is back. Thank you, dear God. These selfish pieces of shit finally decided to get their shit together and give us what we want, and that is an NFL season. The Hall of Fame game, who really gives a shit about that because basically it's a preseason game and we see a bunch of people we don't know and we don't give a fuck, so who really cares about losing that game? But speaking of losing things, watching ESPN right now, it's 11 o'clock. Nobody's really given us a shot to fucking get an empty pack. That kind of... uh, uh, hopefully we can somehow make a play at them, but as it sits right now, we're something like 14 million or 15 million over the cap. So, um, yeah, I think I'd rather be spending 30 million on Nami for two years instead of Stanford for three. But hey, Al Davis sees something allegedly in uh, Stanford route. So hopefully that dude's going to become a fucking uh, shutdown corner because uh, God knows. People are going to be fucking throwing and throwing and throwing the ball against us. Uh, I don't really know who we have. Uh, you know, it's going to be starting on the other side. It could be that young kid McFadden. He's two, three years deep. Could be one of these fucking draftees we just got. Uh, I don't know. Secondary's, uh, you know, Michael Huff's free agent. We, uh, we got some big work to do. We got to bring Zach Miller back. I think that's going to be a huge thing for us in terms of. Uh, Keeping our offensive rolling, we got a pretty good uh, running game. Quarterback's pretty decent. Uh, I think we can. Uh, I think we can improve. I think we can uh, get ten wins out of the season. I see it coming, uh, and I think we're going to do it with some uh, some young guys up on the front line. I think Bruce Campbell might be coming in for us. We're going to be moving Valdera over. Satelli might be fucking moving. Um, I don't know. It's looking pretty fucking good. I'm just glad that we have something to cheer about again. Because honestly, I was getting tired of fucking watching uh, these shitty races. I'm an ace fan, so, you know, we're not doing too well. Fucking soccer's been on. It's been shitty. No fucking news of football. Thank you for cutting the rookie pay scale. Too bad that couldn't have been three, four years ago when we got to Busto. That would have saved us 30 fucking million dollars, but, uh, 
whatever. I'm just glad we're fucking back and uh, go fucking Raiders. This is the year, baby. We're taking shit. We're fucking coming back. Ten and six to our ideas. Let's rock this shit out. Peace. Yeah, man, the Hall of Fame game is a yawn for sure. <laughs> no doubt about that. And, well, Namdi sweepstakes, you know, I'm with you on the route move. I don't get that at all. But, hey, you know, we got to go with what we got. Our secondary is very questionable without Namdi. That is a fact. The other place that I'm really worried, I don't know, I haven't heard anybody else complain, but I think backup quarterback is an extremely fragile position, and we better shore that shit up right away. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Thank you for the call, my brother. Football is up. Next, we have an old friend, of course, of the show, Raider Sambo. What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? It's Raider Sambo. Football is back. So excited. Get to hear about these free agent deals. Uh, I mean, that's one of the things I love about the off season the most is, you know, which players go or where, you know, oh, he's really going to fit in there. Or, you know, hearing about this player going there, oh, that's gonna really going to suck for his old team. You know, and uh, so excited to see what the Raiders do. But I hope they make some big moves, you know. For one, according to all the media, we're going to lose an Andy. Uh, I don't want it, you know. I I love he is terrific. He tremendous takes away one player each week, week in and week out. But you know, if we lose him, we're gonna have to, you know, Stanford route is not gonna fill that void. We gotta get Ike Taylor, maybe uh, Antonio Cromartie, maybe. You know, he would play hard against San Diego at least twice a year. And uh, we also need to get a big-name wide receiver, you know. We need to get baby Roy Williams. He just got cut by the Dallas Cowboys. He probably wouldn't be too expensive. He's a little inconsistent for my taste, but, you know, he's a big play. I mean, he's, uh, you know, tall, and he's a veteran. Also, Plexico Burris, you know, he's coming out of jail. Fits right in with the Raiders. You know how Al Davis loves to give people second chances. Uh, I just hope that we make, uh, you know, some big moves to get at least a corner and at least a wide receiver and, you know, something that makes sense. Hopefully it's not any, you know, like head-scratcher move, which it probably will, you know, knowing the Raiders, but I just hope they make something that, you know, gets me amped and gets me excited. Um, but, I, I, you know, I hope something happens there. And uh, I got a question. Um, do you have any Raider tattoos? I've been recently thinking about getting my first ever tattoo, and uh, I've been thinking about getting a Raider tattoo, but I don't know what to get. Maybe just a shield, maybe just, you know, Oakland Raiders somewhere. Um, Any suggestions or ideals? Uh, Thanks. Love the podcast, guys. Uh, Looking forward to hearing this one and everything you have to say. Uh, Peace out, guys. All very good points. All very good points. I mean... I don't even know if we're going to be able to keep who we have. We're $128, $129 million right now. We need to be at 120 at the cap. A whole lot of asshole and elbow got to go down to bring us down below that point. There's contract talks. I mean, I'm just hoping the Raiders are prepared for all the nasty, you know, all this stuff that's happening at such a short, crammed-in amount of time. That's my biggest concern, that they're going to miss out and drop the ball. I hope not. But I don't know about adding 
premier players to our squad. I just don't know. But Al Davis always pulls something out of the hat. There's always, you know, you go along and you're thinking, just when you think nothing's happening, boom, Al throws in a huge move. So I expect that to happen. I don't know what it will be, but I do expect some big move to come down. Plexico Burris would be an insane pickup. In freaking sane. I don't give a shit how old he is. He's been sitting down doing exercising the whole time. Get him on the field. He was outstanding. He has natural talent. He didn't forget how to play football. That would be a, just a crazy pickup. Well, Raider Nation, this is the show. The beginning of the season is on August 11th is the first game of the season. And believe it or not, it's preseason, and I'm going. I'm going to the game because you know what? I'm just missing football. You guys know what I mean. Juan Jorge and the crew will be in the house. Me and the Olsenite will be jamming. We're going to be there in the parking lot, so if you can get your ass in a seat, it's cheap, real cheap. Get to a game. Do it. Do it for yourself. Do it for your family. Do it for your sanity. My gosh, Raider Nation, you got to get some football. There's nothing like being in the house that Al built. This is the Raider Nation podcast. We will be coming at you weekly, partner. Get ready. There's some football coming down, and we're going to be all over it. I am Raider Greg, and I am out. Out.